0: Hey, hey, hello, Black Tribers. Uh, Gary Black on my own this week. Um, my incredible wife is teaching. She taught all last week on the differences between men and women. Uh, she did a, a, a men's blessing on Thursday that was really powerful, one of the most powerful times we've had in a classroom. And then yesterday we blessed the women. And just to hear our young men. Uh, bless them and and speak life over them and how they're going to treat women uh, moving forward, uh, not as objects, not as anything, but they're equal and uh, how God made us. And Lisa taught them that, uh, you know, the rib out of Adam's side wasn't the rib in Hebrew that was literally breaking Adam in half and creating this woman that was as equal as half as him. And they make a whole. And uh, it, was, it was incredibly brilliant. Welcome to uh, Patreon video people on this Wednesday. Um, love making these videos. A lot of work. Love doing it. Uh, I've learned uh, that consistency is the key to just about anything. And so I'm in my little hotel room here in Cleveland, Georgia, on this old Pentecostal camp, and I uh, just want to keep things moving. So our Friday podcasters, iTunes, and on SoundCloud, welcome. Hey, I just want to give you a quick um, overview today. Of uh, something that uh, the father's been speaking to me for a couple months now, <clears throat> and I I uh, taught it yesterday uh, at Adventures and Missions uh, to a bunch of world racers that we're ju- we're just trying to relaunch uh, the world race in a in a in a in a sense we're we're not wanting to go back to the old necessarily to the big and and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people but we want to keep it small we're about discipleship and life it was really cool though to see activity on the campus it was really cool to see. You know the staff back at work, and you know getting these young people in that have never heard the idea that heaven is not the point; that uh, the whole reason we're on the earth is not just to get to heaven. Heaven's going to be awesome, um, but it's it's really about bringing heaven to earth every day in our lives, and making the earth and making every heart that we meet look like the Garden of Eden. And one of the words the Lord gave me for them, and I've been cultivating. I talked to Andrew Shearman, uh, my mentor, G forty two. Uh, about it a few months ago, and I've just let it cultivate in my spirit and my heart these last couple months. Is Acts three, and so I just want to paint you a picture of this incredible time in human history that changed the face of the earth. Uh, you know, Acts three, you have Peter and John, Acts three verse two through ten, and it's really good in the New Passion Translation. I'd encourage you to read it in the Passion Translation, but it uh, <clears throat> Peter and John. Uh, walk up to the beggar at the gate beautiful. And again, if you look this up, the gate was incredible. A lot of the- theological thoughts around this gate, a lot of theological thoughts around the building of it and the names of it and all those kind of things. Awesome. Uh, and it's really good to study that and look into that. But I love that the enemy and the Romans thought that they had won. Jesus had been crucified. You know, the picture that we have of our savior, Jesus Christ is a to brutalize bloody body hanging from a cross by nails. And, you know, I heard it once said, I I believe by Richard Rory, so the only safe place is when we're gazing into those wounds. And it's really true. We have our own wounds and God comes and he wounds our wounds to scab them over and to heal them and so that we can move beyond our wounds and help other people heal. Uh, It's called transformation. And what I taught them is about transformative gospel. It's not about giving people a ticket out of hell. I know we've been taught that and we've based our salvation in fear, but that was not at all what he was talking about. The gospel of the kingdom, read it in Mark 2, you can read it all through the New Testament. However, we came up with this ridiculous translation of the gospel is beyond me, but really all Jesus cared about was was the kingdom and bringing the kingdom to earth everywhere that he went. People didn't just get healed in their physical bodies. He always healed holistically. And I'll show this to you in just a second. But um, the enemy has won. The Romans have won. This thing is over. It's done. Peter and John come walking by the beggar at the gate beautiful in Acts 3. And, you know, Jesus probably passed this guy, you know, 20 times, 100 times. He went into the temple through this passage many, many times. And he never stopped, he never looked at this guy. But today, Peter and John, Jesus is gone and they're walking in, and the beggar wants money from them, as you guys know the story really well. And what do Peter and John do? They stop, and I love, again, the Passion Translation, Peter says to the beggar, look at me. And the beggar has to stop and look, and he still doesn't recognize who they are. He just looks at them and he asks them again for money Peter says, I don't have any money, but what I do have is the power and we've got fireworks going off, so enjoy those as you're listening. <laughs> Amazing on this camp, we never know what's going to happen. I heard a gunfire a little bit ago. Amazing that Peter looks at him and says, "Look, I don't have any of the, I don't have anything to give you. I have no money, but I do have the power of Jesus Christ of Nazareth." That's what the passion says. And instantly it says The man's heels were strengthened, his soul began to sing, his spirit experienced healing holistically, and he began running and leaping and praising God. Now think about that. We used to sing that in our little VBS, and our little times in our Baptist church, he went running and leaping and praising God, right? He was healed holistically because Jesus always, only one time I think in scripture, he didn't touch a leper. He always wanted to make sure that, we were, that he was healing holistically and completely. And so Peter stops, and his 1 Corinthians 4.20. I always say, I'll tell my, my pothead friends, you know, if you've been saved from smoking pot, this really works for my Jesus movement people who are getting high and singing um, songs on the corner, that uh, you can memorize First Corinthians 4.20 really easily now. So the kingdom of God is not about talk, but power. And so Peter looks at this man and lays hands on him and power hits his body and the man's healed and he goes nuts and tells everybody. And the whole church was turned upside down. That's when the church was birthed. That's when things started. That's when the whole world got turned upside down. And in our history, that is why you and I do what we do. See, the beggar didn't recognize Peter and John as the church, and can I be honest with you? I would I would rather you stop going to church and I would rather you start being the church. We don't go to church, we go from church. We become prayer. We become the will of God. We become Jesus on earth, what we call God with skin on. And I know that sounds heretical to many of you. I couldn't get that word right yesterday while I was teaching this. Uh, I'm glad I got it, but I'm accused of that sometimes. <clears throat> God with skin on, that just means that we become Jesus on earth, he limited himself to you and I to bring the gospel of the kingdom to the planet. What is eternity? What does Jesus say that eternity is? He said that you would know my father. All eternity is, is that we have communion with the father now and that we bring heaven to earth now. Ecclesiastes 3 says that he sets eternity in our hearts. See, we're already sitting in the heavenly realms with the father. The right side of G. we're just already there. See, we already were, we're already now, and we're already there. I share a story with my interns I'd love to share with you real quick about my mom when she died. And uh, it's an incredible story of my dad holding my mom one night. My mom died of pulmonary lung cancer a few years ago. And one night she just said to my dad about 1 a.m., she said, I'm sorry, honey, I have to go. I've got to pass over. I can't breathe anymore. And he said, it's okay, babe, I've got you. And he just held her. And as the night and the morning went on, she just grew colder and colder and colder. And about four or 5 a.m., she started to warm up and her body started to become warm again. And it's an amazing for my 81-year-old father to tell you this story. It means something different. When tears are running down his cheeks and he's talking about his wife of 60-some years. Uh, And she became warmer and warmer and warmer. And all of a sudden she woke up and she looked at my dad and she said, who are you? And my dad said, it's me, honey. It's your, it's your husband. And she says, no, no, no. I just met you in heaven. Who are you? And he said, babe, it's Dwayne. It's my dad's name. It's me. And she said, that is not your name in heaven. I just met you in heaven. And then she kind of came to, and she was fine. She lived for about another year after that. See, we're already there, and the, and the scripture is very clear that we get new names when we go to heaven. We get heavenly names. And so we've already walked this thing out called the kingdom of God. We've already walked through our depression and our anxiety anxiety and our, all of our, all the bad things that happened, the loss of my son, the loss of my mom and my brother and my sister the last few years. Those, those, those things have, have happened. And I get to hold those things in my heart, like in eternity. I get to hold those things because I know that at some point, all that comes together and it makes sense. Because he promises that he'll turn everything together for good. Because he's a good, good father. We sing these songs. It's hard for us to believe sometimes. So what I want to encourage you with today is that that beggar didn't recognize that Peter and John had become the church. They'd become Jesus Christ on earth because he limited himself for you and I to bring the kingdom. And then Peter says to him, look at me. Explanation point. Look at me. And the beggar saw him and faith arose. Peter prayed for him and he was healed. So I want to say this to you today. Look at me. Go look in the mirror. Go break your agreements with anxiety. Go break your agreements with depression. Go break your agreements with pornography. When you say I'm addicted to porn, guess what? You are. You welcome a spirit to attach itself to that. When you say I am depressed, you're welcoming a spirit to attach itself and you become Depression. The opposite is also true. When I break those agreements and say, I am not depressed. I can can be depressed sometimes, but I know how to fight through that. I say, Father, my heart feels depressed right now. I feel sad. Can I have a heart of joy and of life? And then when that doesn't happen instantly, if it doesn't, because it always will, if the the Father will come in and change that heart for you. But if it doesn't happen, then you go to war. We're we're warriors. We're, we war in the spirit and we fight and we say, no, in Jesus name, I rebuke the spirit of depression. I no longer have an agreement with that spirit. And I release now a spirit of joy. Galatians 5.22, the fruits of the spirit. I asked them yesterday, this question, how many, I love, Chris Valentin teaches this really well. How many gifts of the spirit are there in Romans 12 and first in Romans first in, in Corinthians 12? Nine gifts. And all a gift is, is that when I want to, give somebody a gift of healing. I say, father, can I have a gift of healing? This person needs touch right now. He gives me that gift and I give it away. Father, can I prophesy over this person? Can I give them a word of the Lord for them of encouragement, strength, and comfort? And he goes, yes. And he gives us that. We just give that gift away. That's all the gifts are, right? And then in Galatians 5, 22, how many fruits of the spirit are there? There's nine. See, it's always staying balanced that I become joy. I become love. I become peace. I become goodness and kindness. I become self-control. And guess what? I become a spirit of prophecy. I become a spirit of healing. Of uh, I just become these gifts because everywhere I go, if I'm standing in the line waiting to get on a ride at Disneyland, or if I'm in the, uh, in the field on missions somewhere in Thailand, it does not matter. I bring the kingdom no matter where I go. And every heart that I meet, every person that I touch is going to look a little bit more like heaven because they encountered me. Not because I'm some cool, great guy. I'm an ordinary man. But when Jesus Christ comes on me, I'm extraordinary. See, so he's in charge of the supernatural. You and I are just charged of the natural. And what the natural means is 90% of life, maybe, I don't know, somewhere in that it's just showing up. Just show up, just be in the room. And then the father will come and he'll meet you in that place and he'll meet everybody else in that place. When you walk in the room, the whole room shifts. I hope this encourages you. I hope this empowers you. If you have any questions, guys, listen, hit us up. GaryLisaBlack.com, we're doing coaching now. We're doing a lot of premarital, pre-engagement coaching. We're doing some coaching on um, marriages and crisis. We're doing a lot of coaching on next steps, what is prophetically do you feel the father saying what's in your heart to go do? Um, we're do, we're, we're do? We set up a new corporation so that we could do that. We have an automated system just to get onto our coaching schedule. Um, Patreon. And for you, video people, love you. Thank you for following us here on Patreon. Um, sign up, up it. I'm going I'm to do some special things, some more special things for our marriage level, which is the $10 a month level, just feeding people in their marriages or when they're going to get married some good, good substance. And then, uh, you know, just keep following us. Keep loving us. We're trying hard out here. We're working at G42. We're helping with Global U and Adventures and Missions. We're trying to build some coaching stuff to supplement some income now that we're in America. We're looking for a base here. And so we covet your prayers. We love it. And just know that we love you and we believe in you and we are here for you. So send us a message, an email, gary at theblacktribe.com or lisa at theblacktribe.com. Love you guys. God bless you. Have an amazing rest of your day.